Hey, sweet friend. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the biggest lies and thought traps that we get stuck in that keep us from speaking up, from showing up really authentically as ourselves, sharing our ideas, sharing our feelings, sharing our thoughts. I'm going to be sharing with you some of the biggest lies and thought traps that are keeping you from doing that, that are keeping you stuck there. And then reasons why it absolutely benefits you and other people for you to start speaking up more. Why we need you to be speaking up more. Why the world is going to benefit from you speaking up more. So stay, so, so stay tuned if that sounds like it's for you. My friend, imagine if you felt more confident to openly and freely share your thoughts, your ideas, your feelings. Imagine if you didn't feel so constrained, like you were holding back and really hiding your authentic ideas, thoughts, feelings. Imagine if you had the mindset and confidence tools to really feel like you could share openly and be less worried about what other people are going to think about me. Are people going to judge me? All of those worries, all of those thought traps. That's exactly why I created Confidence Breakthrough Coaching Calls. On our call, we're going to get super clear on the thoughts that are getting you the most stuck, and we're going to create your thought renewal roadmap. So you'll have those simple and effective mindset and confidence boosting tools and a really simple, effective plan so that you can get unstuck when you're stuck in those traps and start feeling more confident. So for the ladies who grab a call in April... You're also going to get seven days of my five-minute power check-ins. So not only are you going to get your 60-minute coaching call with me, 60-minute confidence confidence breakthrough coaching call, you're also going to get your individualized thought renewal roadmap, and then you're also going to get seven days of my encouragement and my accountability because that piece is so, so huge. Not only all that work with me on the front end, but also that encouragement and accountability in really putting this into practice, putting these mindset and confidence tools into practice. So that added bonus is only available for a limited time, first come, first serve. So head to devonytaylor.com slash coaching to grab your spot before they're all gone, my friend. Hey, sweet 20-something, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. Do you want to feel more confident and stop second-guessing and doubting yourself all the time? Do you wake up feeling motivated and excited only to get caught up in the comparison and find yourself distracted and wasting time on social media? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a therapist, a life coach, a dog mom, and also a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I remember being right where you are doubting myself, comparing myself, and just wanting to feel confident and content in who I was and in my worth. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful faith-based psychology tools and plenty of simple steps to improve your mental wellness 
and create consistent, positive, healthy routines. It's time for you to stop second guessing and comparing yourself. Freedom and confidence are calling. Even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from the show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. It's your time, friend. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. Vivid memories and moments that still come up often, often, sometimes, where I question if I should say something. So maybe I'm in a moment with colleagues, or maybe I'm in a moment with a friend or in a group of people, and I have this moment of having this natural instinct to share something, right? Like I have this thought and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to share this. I want to say this, right? That's the natural impulse. And then it's almost as if, (laughs) it's almost as if there's this brake that gets tapped on, right? Like for a car, we have the gas, we have the brake. It's almost as if there's this brake that goes off, that, that slams on the brakes and tells my, you know, my mind is like, whoa, hold on a second, we need to evaluate. We need to evaluate a couple of different things here, okay? Do you really wanna say that? And then what I'm gonna share with you in a couple minutes are a couple of the lies and thought traps that I think come up around this. And I know that some for me that have most definitely come up are, I remember when I was in school, a really, really big one, or even in work meetings, honestly, is I'm gonna sound dumb right? I'm going to sound dumb. Uh, Everyone else already knows the answer to this. (laughs) And for some reason, I'm probably the only one who doesn't know. And no one else has this question. I'm going to sound dumb, right? Everyone else knows the answer to this. That was a huge one. And then even thinking about spending time in friend circles or with groups of people, that was a really big one. Like someone's going to think that I'm dumb or this is going to sound stupid or, right? Like those are the ones that came up a lot for me. And I'm going to share a couple of the other big ones that I think come up as well as why you need to be speaking up more. But I just remember in those moments, it literally felt like a break was getting tapped and it felt so self-inhibiting right? It really felt like I was having to filter so much, filtering what I was saying, filtering, sharing my ideas, which is such a hindrance to us showing up authentically. It is such a hindrance to us showing up authentically. So I want to share with you a couple of the lies that I think we get really caught up in the lies that we believe about ourselves that I really want to address so that we can start naming them for what they are, a lie, a thought trap. And and then from there, we're going to go into why, why you truly, truly need to start sharing more, speaking up more, and why this is going to benefit you 
and the people around you, okay? Oh my gosh, I'm looking out the window and they're literally, we have a neighborhood cat, maybe it's my neighbor's cat, I don't know. And she literally is up sleeping on top of their like porch, um, like the patio covering, like up top. And it is the cutest. She's just like up in the air doing her thing. It's like 15 feet off the ground. Cats are so fun. Okay. That was just such a little lovely moment. She's just taking a literal cat nap up there. So cute. Okay. Back to what we're talking about. Okay. Letting her enjoy her cat nap. So one of the lies that I really, really struggled with that I mentioned a moment ago was this idea that I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to look stupid. And really, if we zoom out, this is a fear of some type of negative judgment. So I'm fearing that someone is going to negatively judge me based off what I say. And this one would come up a lot with questions. I used to be so nervous to ask questions, mostly in class is what I'm picturing, but it would still come up in work meetings sometimes. And just this idea of like, oh, if I'm going to ask it, someone's going to think that I'm dumb and you know, no one else has this question and I must be missing something. And I think that's a really, really huge piece to acknowledge this idea that your mind is telling you, and mine does this to me, There's something wrong with you here. This is something about you, right? And it's like, it's just so interesting how our minds do that, where instead of it just being about a situation, like, oh, I just have a question. It's like, no, no, you're missing something. You should already know the answer to this. Don't ask. Everyone else already knows the answer. You're the only one right? So interesting. Our, our minds, our minds are so fun. So that really, that really big one, number one, the number one lie, and this is in no particular order, is this fear of negative judgment. I'm going to be negatively judged if I speak up here. I'm going to be negatively judged. Okay. And then number two is that no one cares. No one cares what I have to say. No one cares about this. And then we could take that a step further into like, it's not necessary. Like I don't need to say this. And that could be number three, that what I have to say doesn't matter. It's not important. No one's going to find it valuable. No one's going to care. Right? So we have this, I'm going to be judged, right? This lie of I'm going to be negatively judged if I say this. The second lie of no one's going to care. And the third lie that what I have to say doesn't matter. And that I don't, it's, it's not important. It's not important that I share this or that I say this. And I want you to take a second and really reflect on Like what is coming to mind as I'm talking about this? So a couple examples could be, maybe you have it on your heart to share a compliment with someone, right? Maybe the barista at the coffee shop that you go to has a super cute like hair thing going on. Maybe she has a really cute top on. 
right? Maybe it's a compliment. Maybe it's someone did something so kind and you really want to compliment them and appreciate them for that. Okay. Maybe you have an idea. Maybe you have an idea about a project you're working on or something that's going on and you have a thought about it, a possible solution, an idea. Maybe it's a question. Like I've mentioned before, you have a question and there's a lot of hesitation around actually vocalizing that like, oh, okay, yeah, this is where I really struggle, right? Noticing that maybe you have a specific area where this comes up the most for you. And then the the fourth area where this may come up is with expressing our feelings or expressing our needs. And this is something that has come up for me a lot personally and that I am working through with my therapist right now, which is amazing. And I'm, I'm, it's so funny because it's like I've done so much work on this and yet there's more. There's more. We're working on more. We're digging deeper. We're, right? And so it's so, so powerful to just... It's a random tangent, random, random reminder for you that even if you have done a lot of work, that there's nothing wrong with you. If you feel like there's more, there's nothing wrong with you. If you still have so much room for growth, there is nothing wrong with you. Okay. That's, that's healing. That's growth. That's learning. That's being a human that we are constantly, hopefully, hopefully constantly learning and growing and healing and evolving, right? So the next part of this that I want to share with you is why you should speak up. And I really don't like shoulds. So maybe instead I'll say why, why you will benefit and why the people around you will benefit from you speaking up. Okay, so my first one here is often someone needs it. Often someone needs it. I was at a woman's retreat recently and I ran into one of the speakers and she was a, you know, a couple hours out from her, um, the, the speaking that she was going to do for our group. And she made a comment about, um, she goes, oh, well, you know, what, what, part of my message has already been touched on by someone else. And what I told her, which has ring, this has been so true for me in my work, in this podcast, in the community that I've been growing and showing up for you here, is I've had that thought a million times that there are so many people already who are sharing that message, who are sharing the message that I also feel really deeply on my heart. And what I told her is, and I want you to think about in regards to whatever's coming up for you related to this, whatever this is around for you, is that what you specifically have on your heart, you have a unique way of sharing it. You have a unique experience with it. You have a unique approach to it. Like how you are going to share Whatever this is, this idea, this compliment, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're feeling in that moment that you want to share, you have a unique way of sharing it, right? Because really, we are all made up of, you know, all of these in, intricate, intricate, it's like the spider web of experiences and history and your perspective and your beliefs and 
how you are going to share something and speak something is going to be, even if it is very similar, like a very similar message, it's going to be unique. And the person receiving it or the people hearing it may hear it in a unique way. Not only because people need to hear things so many times before they actually sink in and really receive it, right? Like really receive it in your mind, in your body, in your heart, right? But also they may need to hear your unique way of explaining it or of saying it to really receive it. Okay, the next part is that someone, oh, sorry, I realized that I didn't complete that story. (laughs) So that's what I told her. (laughs) I told her how you are going to share this is going to be unique and is going to touch people in ways that the other person didn't. And not that there was anything wrong, it's just different. You're going to bring a new, fresh take on it, a unique take based on who you are, your experiences, right? And then the second thing is that sometimes we may think that, you know, someone doesn't need to hear something because they look like they have it all together. And I'm specifically thinking about uh, when we have a compliment to share or something like that, like often we feel like, oh, that person doesn't want to hear this from me, right? But often, if you're feeling that tug on your heart to say something, to share something, that person may really need to hear that. That person may really need that. Like what if they're having a really tough morning, And then you feel it on your heart to just say something sweet and give them a nice, you know, a nice word, a nice compliment. And maybe that brightens their day. Maybe that makes them smile, fills up their cup a little bit. And when we get in the way of that, when we get in the way of that and allow our fears of how we may be judged or how we may be perceived when we let that get in the way of us sharing care or love with someone else. (sighs) Right? Like if we're here to love on others and to serve others and to make an impact, right? Like to have a positive impact on the people around us, on our community, Me worrying about what other people think about me needs to be secondary to me showing up and doing the things that feel impactful, right? That would be if I let my worries about your judgments of me, my capabilities to not show up here and be talking to you because I have those thoughts. I totally have those thoughts and that's okay. I'm human. You're human. We're human. It's okay, but we don't need to let those thoughts and those fears be in the driver's seat, right? Because you sharing love and care with people and having that positive impact on people is so much more important than that possibility of you being negatively judged or negatively perceived by someone else. Because realistically, how often does that actually happen? Often the other person is like appreciative, appreciative or grateful, I feel like most often that's what happens, 
right? But in our mind, our mind is like, hey, no, you're probably going to be, they're going to think you're whatever, and it's going to go terribly wrong, and all of these things, because our mind just wants to protect us and keep us safe, doesn't want us to do anything risky. Okay, the next reason why you should speak up. Someone else, and this is specifically related to when you have a question, someone else probably has that same question. (laughs) When I used to be afraid of asking questions in class, I found it a lot more difficult to really absorb the content, honestly, because I would have a question and instead of asking, I would just hold it in and try to figure it out myself. And that really impacted how I was able to really learn and be present in what I was learning, right? If I have this question and it doesn't get answered and then I'm supposed to continue moving forward and learning this content that builds on itself, that, you know, builds on each other, and then I'm just sit there, you know, sitting there stuck in this question and this confusion. That's really hard. And I really have found that when other people would have the courage to ask a question, I really appreciated that because often I had that question and I was too afraid to ask. Right? And now that's something that I tell myself, that I've told myself in work meetings when I have a moment where I'm nervous to ask a question because I feel like maybe this was answered already and I just didn't hear it. I don't know. There's so many other people on this Zoom call. I really don't want to say anything. (laughs) But I tell myself there is probably at least one other person who has the same question or they're going to appreciate the clarification and, you know, if it did already get answered. Because I really appreciated those people who had the courage to ask. And now I love being that person who asks the questions and just reminding myself, I'm sure there's at least one other person who also has this question. And even regardless of that, it's important for me, and this is something that you can write down and really practice for yourself. It's important for me to ask my questions. My questions matter. My understanding matters right? My confidence in knowing what I'm doing, what needs to be done, me getting clarity on this so that I can feel really grounded in whatever it is that I'm working on, that matters. Because then that allows you to more fully show up in whatever work it is that you're doing. If you have all your questions answered, that allows you to show up more confidently. Okay. The next reason why it is good for you to speak up is that often we are our own worst critic, right? And I used to think about this a lot when I was in like workout classes. It's like, oh my gosh, people are going to judge me. What are other girls thinking about me? What do I look like? I'm like checking myself out, seeing what I, right? Seeing all the things. And then what I started to ask myself was, (laughs) if I am so caught up in my own head, what's the likelihood that other girls are the same, that other girls are doing the same thing? And if they're so caught up in their head, wondering what they look like, or having the same questions that I'm having about myself, are they even worried about me? Right? Are they even worried about me? Do they even care what I'm doing? Or are they also maybe really caught up in their own mind? Right? 
And then the next piece of that is, okay, even if someone is going to judge me, let's say I'm in yoga and the teacher is like, okay, let's do, okay, what's the name of a complicated pose? I don't know. Let's do this pose, right? It's this advanced pose and I want to do it, but I'm nervous because I know I'm going to fall over. And so I think to myself, okay, if someone judges me, right? If I notice, I'm like, ooh, okay, I really actually want to do this, but I'm feeling, okay, what am I noticing here? What am I noticing? What am I feeling here? Okay, I'm noticing some anxiousness, some nervousness around, like, I don't, I don't want to be judged, right? I don't want to fall and look like a ding dong. Okay. If someone judges me, then what? Then what? And I will tell you that here with this question that I'm asking you, this can be really, really helpful to work through with either a qualified coach or a therapist. Okay. Just want to throw that out there that I'm giving you kind of these things to think about, but always wanting to remind you that if you need that support to really dig into this, get some support right? Get some support, whatever that looks like for you, whatever feels helpful for you, whether that's a qualified coach, whether that's a licensed therapist or a therapist, um, whatever that is, right? Get that support because this can be so helpful to work through with someone. So asking yourself, if someone judges me, then what? And it almost reminds me of, what's the name of that movie? Um, dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my car? Sorry, I know it's kind of inappropriate. But that when when they're at the drive-thru and the lady is like, and then, and then, like that's kind of what I play in my mind sometimes. Like, okay, if someone judges me and then, well, maybe, maybe they think I'm dumb, okay? And, and then like, like really, really allowing yourself to play with, like, what does this really mean? Right? Like, is this really going to impact me? And I think a really big piece of this that I always love coming back to is what are my values? What are my values? And this is something that I work through with my coaching clients, with, with my clients in general. What are, what are your values? If your values are authenticity, self-expression, right? Creativity, contribution, these are some of mine. If these are your values, we can ask ourselves in this moment, okay, I'm noticing that I'm really afraid of being judged here, but what are my values? What would I do right now in this moment if I was living out my values of authenticity and creativity and self-expression. What the heck? I'm going to do that freaking yoga pose even if I fall over. Because when we live out our values, that's what creates rich, fulfilling lives. That's what allows us to step into these moments of confidence, to take those confident actions to show up, to speak up, to really feel that worthiness. 
when we live in alignment with our values, when our behaviors and our choices match up with what we really believe and with what we really want to create in our lives, how we really want to show up. So powerful. And when we think about that, thinking about what our options are, okay, we can continue filtering ourselves, keeping ourselves small, not speaking up. And for me, this honestly also used to look like letting my weird out, letting my quirk out because I am so quirky. And especially as a therapist, like we definitely are taught not really to let our personality out, but even in even in my personal life, right? Like when meeting new people or in these new situations, it really felt like I would water myself down, really watering myself down. And if we think about this scale of, okay, I'm this fully vivid, authentic version of myself, Versus on the opposite side is like very watered down. I'm trying to stay very neutral on all things because I want all people to like me. I want all people to have a positive perception of me, right? Okay, if that's the spectrum, if that's the scale that we're looking at. So if we're on this far side of I'm keeping neutral, I'm not really saying anything, I'm definitely not snorting when I laugh, (laughs) I don't do that. What? Because I don't want people to judge me or think I'm weird. Right? What are the feelings that follow that? Like I, that leads for me, I'm like, oh, like that feels shameful. Like I feel like I'm keeping myself small. It feels constricting. It feels tight. It does not feel well or expansive, right? It feels very constricting. Okay. Or we think about where else could I be on that spectrum? Where would feel like a healthier, more expressive way of showing up for me? Where would that be? And as you have little moments, because I always recommend we start small. As you have little moments, little experiences where you start showing up more authentically, more in full color, more in full you, in full weird, whatever that is. As you do that, each moment by moment, right? Each experience by experience, as you do that more and more, how does that feel? Yes, it feels scary. Yes, it feels nerve-wracking. But what other feelings come up for you? Does it feel courageous? Does it feel confident? Does it feel expressive? Does it feel real? Does it feel alive? Does it feel energizing? Right? When I show up and meet people and I just let my weird flag fly and I'm just myself and I'm speaking up and I'm open and I'm throwing, right? I'm just like, I'm like introducing myself to people, just letting myself be, That feels so energizing, right? That feels so, of course, it still can feel nerve wracking and that's okay, but it also feels energizing and it feels expansive and exciting and it feels real. And then in that space, people are, people are 
going to totally appreciate me and love my energy and love the vibe, or they're going to say you're not for me and that's okay. Because what happens when we're in this very like neutral watered down space is people don't get the chance to actually get to know you. And for me, I really crave deep connection. And so to know that people are really getting to know who I am and that I can show up really authentically. Right? There's that saying that's like, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Um, There's like another part of that, I think. (laughs) I'm the worst with sayings. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not the worst. I take it back. Okay. (sighs) Always conscious of our words, right? But quotes and sayings are not my strength. So when we think about you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and would you rather be really neutral? And I'm not saying that if you're neutral in some things that that's bad. I'm, I can be very neutral with certain topics or situations. I'm saying when you're intentionally filtering yourself and watering yourself down because you want people to have a certain opinion about you, right? When we do that, how does that feel? Are you really letting people get to know you, get to appreciate you? And that's so, so important. Okay. I want you to take a second and I want you to reflect on what is standing out to you. What tug are you feeling on your heart right now? What tug are you feeling on your heart? What is the one thing that you're like, yes, I really want to start practicing this over the next week. One way that you can really step into practicing some of this in the next week. Identify it. Get really specific. Get really, really specific. And then set the intention. Set the intention, okay? And if you want to come over into the Facebook group, I will put a post that is specifically asking, what is your one way that you are going to speak up? Or let yourself be a little bit more you this week. I'm going to put a post and I want you to comment on it, okay? And let me know. Okay, my beautiful friend, I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you for being here. That's all. I could go on forever, but thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your heart. I appreciate that you are here. You're showing up. You're growing. You're doing the work, right? You're doing the work, which is going to make the world a kinder place, a more loving place, right? Because by us doing this internal work, by us creating more compassion, more love, more acceptance within ourselves, that allows us to show up more confidently, more compassionately, connecting more with other people, more authenticity in the world. And that impacts the world. That absolutely impacts the world. So thank you for being here and thank you for doing this work. I appreciate you.